1: a weekly program where we discuss with national and local newsmakers important issues that impact our community. And now, here's your host, Riley Adams.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Community Affair. I'm your host and assistant news director, Riley Adams, and today I'm joined by Megan Stanley. Megan is a current sophomore here at Rowan University, and today she's here to discuss her experience so far as an out-of-state residential student. Megan, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. So before we get started with our interview, can you tell our listeners a bit about your education path at Rowan?
1: Yeah, my name's Megan, I'm from California and I'm currently a sophomore. I'm in the degree in three program and I'm currently working on my bachelor's
2: in psychology. So can you tell us a bit about the Degree in 3 program at Rowan?
1: Yeah, so this program allows me to graduate in three years instead of four. With that I am required to take the max number of credits each semester along with a requirement of taking two summer classes. So it is quite a lot of coursework but I say it's worth it. Along with that I do get some benefits. I get priority registration as well as housing which is really nice. I don't have to worry about classes filling up fast as well as just saving money on a full year of tuition as out-of-state tuition is quite expensive (laughs) so it's nice to be able to get to save that money. I also took a gap year after high school so this is allowing me to graduate with my bachelor's along with any other minors or certifications that I want as if I didn't really take a gap year.
2: That's great. So, (laughs) what made you want to choose to attend Rowan for your college
1: education? So I think college is a great opportunity to explore and try new things. So when I was doing research on colleges, I knew that I wanted to go out of state. I didn't quite know how far, but I just knew I wanted out of state. Um, With that, I was doing research on schools that had really good psychology programs, and Rowan popped up quite a few times. And then I learned about the Degree in 3 program, which is just kind of the cherry on top. Along with that, my best friend's going to school in Philly,
2: so it's nice having her here with me. So why did you choose the career path you're pursuing now? Was there anything that influenced it or encouraged it? Yeah. So
1: when I was really little, I think it was like kindergarten, I started saying that I wanted to be a teacher. (laughs) So it started with that. um, And for the longest time, I was like, yep, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to be a teacher. And then I got into high school, and I took my first psychology class. And I was like, Oh, my goodness, I love this. So then I kind of switched and was like psychology, but I knew that I still wanted to work with kids. So I went into college with the mindset of psychology. And then it was last semester, I believe, I learned about child life specials- specialists, and that's kind of where
2: I'm going now. So, what kind of requirements post college do you have to go through in order to get where you want to get? Specifically for child life.
1: Mm-hmm. So, with that, you need a bachelor's in, I think you can do a few different things. It can be like sociology, psychology. And then they really want to see you focusing on classes that are like developmental and educational based. Mm -hmm. Um, I also added a minor in public health and wellness because they have like a specialty for hospitals because Mm -hmm. the job is like a hospital setting. So I'm just trying to take as many child development (laughs) classes as possible to kind of get that. And then after uh, graduation, you do like an internship through whatever like hospital or program you want to go through.
2: And since you're from California, are you planning to start your career in New Jersey or California, or have you not decided yet? I don't quite
1: know yet. I mean, if a good opportunity pops up here, then I'll probably end up staying for a little while longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think my plan is to go
2: back home, unless something else pops up. So now that you're a sophomore, how do you feel your time at Rowan is going so far? I'm enjoying it. I think.
1: Obviously, the hardest part is like transition. Mm-hmm. Going back for summer was really weird. Just not being at school, surrounded by friends, mm-hmm. was kind of weird. But other than that, I'm really enjoying my time here. Do the breaks ever mess you up with like with the time zones? Kind of. Like Thanksgiving break, I have to leave because we only get what the day before Thanksgiving mm-hmm. off. So I leave a whole week before, which means I do have to miss some classes. And then. It's like, what, five, six hour flight. So (laughs) I try to get here at least a day, two days before classes start again because the time change. So, yeah, traveling is a little difficult. I just try to make sure that I leave some days
2: in between travel to kind of get back on track. And is it harder, like the move in process since you're coming from across the country?
1: Yeah, move in was definitely hard because I can't. Half of my stuff I can't bring home with me on a plane. So it's either finding a storage unit or relying on friends to keep my (laughs) stuff. So I do kind of wish there was a better situation when it comes to move in. Mm -hmm. Like I wish I could keep stuff
2: here. Yeah. Um, But other than that, yeah. So being across the country from home, in what ways do you feel like Rowan has become your second home? What do you think the university has done for students who live across the country?
1: I think they're very welcoming. I think there's a lot of fun events throughout campus that definitely keep me occupied when I'm not doing work, along with just friends. I think friends are super important. I mean, that's when I spend most of my time mm-hmm. w- hanging out with friends,
2: um, and if I ever need them, they're there. So have you enjoyed like being here, living on campus, the community? Yeah, I am
1: definitely happy that I got to experience dorm life. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's just important (laughs) in most college experiences, but I'm definitely happy that I'm not in a dorm anymore and that Mm -hmm. I'm
2: in an apartment and have my own space. Yeah. So what's something you're looking forward to as you enter, I guess, your sophomore year now? So what are you looking forward to with your sophomore year, your junior year, and I guess two more years, right? So what are you looking forward to? I'm definitely excited knowing that I'm done
1: with all of like the core requirements, mm-hmm. and now all of my classes are they're fun, like, like, fun. yeah, actually, and like things I would look forward to, mm-hmm. all psychology based, along with just continuing to make new friends. because every class, I just make a new friend. It's always yeah. nice uh, meeting new people, starting like networking.
2: Yeah, so that's fun. So what has the program been like for you? Like now that you said you're done with your core classes, you actually get to like dive into the program. So what has been like an exciting part or like an enjoying part?
1: I think meeting new professors is so much fun. I love getting yeah. like my classes and then being able to you know sit down and create my schedule and then like looking at all the professors and being like, mm-hmm. "Ooh, who do I get?" Yeah. Um I think that there are so many fun professors in the psychology department mm-hmm. and all of the professors talk so highly of each other that it's yeah. so exciting to get new classes and meeting new professors. So how, how do you think the coursework has been? Coursework has overall been, I mean, I expected a lot cause it's college. Yeah. Um, it hasn't been too overwhelming yet, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and really this is like my first semester with all, like, psychology-based classes, Mm -hmm. so I'm interested to see how finals go.
2: Yeah. Because last year was
1: surprisingly easy.
2: Yeah, like, I don't want to, like, jinx it. I know. But, like, (laughs) I feel like everybody's, like, freshman year of college is so, like, such a hard transition from high school to freshman year, and I was like, it wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. Like, even now, like, with my program, I don't have work. And, I like, I'm blessed. Like, I'm not going to complain, but it's so weird, like – I'm just like I'm so bored I don't know what to do because I'm not doing work. So I'm just kind of like finding something to do all the time. I wish. (laughs) I mean, I guess I do have a lot of work then. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, do you think it's been like a hard schedule to manage with all of the work you have in classes? No, I think just personally I'm bad with time management. Yeah. (laughs) Especially
1: with online classes. I think that's something that's a little hard is like I had three, I have three online classes this semester, mm-hmm. so it's a little difficult because you don't have that requirement to show up and be yeah. in lecture, so I kind of am really bad and end up pushing those things off to where I just have a bunch of work to do over the weekend.
2: Oh yeah. So too. I guess that's something I can improve on. Yeah, and I'm trying then it's to work like on that. so weird because instead of having like an assignment every week, it's like every two weeks, and then you're like, oh, I don't need to worry about that yet, and then you're like, oh, I it's need to worry about that. Exactly. It's just so easy to push off. So other than that. It's been going good. Do you think, like, you get work all at the same time, just, like, due dates? Because I know, like, some people, they get assignments in the morning, and it's due in, like, 12 hours, so.
1: Luckily, that hasn't happened to me yet. That's I've definitely had where all of my assignments pile
2: up and are due Monday at 11.59. So, at least you get the weekend to (laughs) to worry about it. Yeah. So, as of right now, what are your plans post-graduation? Like, I know you mentioned you want to work in a hospital, so... What do you think, what steps do you think you need to take and what do you want to do?
1: My goal is to hopefully find some sort of internship or volunteer opportunity that kind of gets me in hospital setting, which mm-hmm. is, can be a little difficult because I don't have a car, so transportation is a little difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if that's something that I do when I'm back home for the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, hopefully trying to find an internship to just kind of get that requirement and experience done with so I can start applying for
2: jobs after, after college. So do you think it'd be a possibility to have your car here or do you think you'd have to rely on being home for all of those like travel restrictions? If
1: I really needed, I could get my car down here. I think it's just a long process and no one, neither me or my family wants to go through that process. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just kind of like, okay, yeah, I'm going to live without having a car. Um, And that's something that rowan has been helpful for there was like a time i needed to go to like a doctor's appointment and obviously Mm -hmm. i didn't have a car none of my friends who had a car could drive me at that time so i was able to call i think it was like wellness center or something like that and i was able to have like public safety take me to my Mm -hmm. doctor's appointment which was really nice um so i wish there was a way of transportation to and from places like that for work
2: what's it like kind of going home for the summer like what's like obviously the time zone's different it's a different area from california to new jersey so like what's it like when you're at home it's kind of summer but you're still kind of a student taking those classes like is it big contrast being all the way across the country taking classes for somewhere here it's definitely weird i spent a lot
1: of my time working Mm -hmm. i work at a preschool back home um, so I would, you know, wake up, go to work in the morning, Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. and then come home and do some homework and sleep. So it kind of felt like I was at school because I was still, you know, had like a very structured routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, most of the time I would come home and, you know, take a nap yeah. and then procrastinate homework. <laughs> um, but overall, I just feel like it was very structured. Mm-hmm.
2: So there wasn't a lot of free time. Do you think taking summer classes is harder since it's like it's like three weeks, right, instead of a yeah. whole semester? So, do you think it's harder because you're doing so much, like a semester worth of work in only a few weeks?
1: It was a little difficult. I think that the school does a good job, like choosing what classes are allowed to be taken over the summer because mm-hmm. I don't think they, they don't leave all of I don't think they leave all of their classes mm-hmm. like open. I did have a like some ethics class mm-hmm. that I had to take over the summer and that was definitely a little difficult because it was such a hard subject. Yeah, um, And it's all online so a lot of the online classes are like discussion posts mm-hmm. so that was a little
2: difficult just constantly doing discussion post after discussion post after discussion post. Is it hard over the summer not being able to like you know walk up to a professor and be like oh I need help with this like and then, like I said, the time zone, so it's hard to, like, figure out when you can contact your professors and, like, get the help you need if it's, like, urgently, because California is three hours behind, right? Yeah. So, it's, like...
1: Yeah, I actually emailed my professors in the very beginning of the semester being, like, hey, I'm from California. <laughs> is, it, is there any way that you can change my due dates by three hours? Because yeah. I'm in California and I'm working, so really, what? Coming home and turning in an assignment by what eight eight fifty nine yeah eight fifty nine might not always work for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they were both very very nice and were like yeah of course so they quickly changed that and then from there kept the communication of like okay this is a big project can you get this done in time if not like I can give you an extension mm-hmm. so I think it's very important to have that communication from the start
2: yeah so you can set yeah and everything. So, kind of to wrap up our interview, what advice would you give to out-of-state students who may be afraid to explore out-of-state schools, whether it's across the country or maybe just a few hours away? Like, what advice would you give to them so they can feel comfortable where they're at? Starting
1: off, I say it's worth it. Like,
2: yeah. Definitely
1: do it. Go and explore, because this is something not everyone can say that they moved across the country for school, you know? Yeah. Um, and. It's a whole new world for me. Meeting new people. just It's it's like a whole new culture almost. Yeah. Um, trying new foods, new people. Um, even like the school systems are so different. Yeah. Um, so I definitely say it's worth it to go and explore. Um, with that, I say it's so important to obviously do your research because you don't want to end up at a place that you're going to be unhappy. Yeah. And then unhappy across at. Across the country. So definitely take the time to go and do like, college tours Mm -hmm. campus tours um and then while you're at school just like I said friendship and communication is so important being able to have a group of people that you can easily communicate with and be like hey look I'm not feeling it today
2: and having that support is really helpful have you had you been to New Jersey before coming like on a college tour like coming here not New Jersey
1: specifically I'd been to like Baltimore and Philly mm-hmm. and Washington, so I've kind of been on this side of the coast, but
2: never specifically to New Jersey. So you mentioned that your best friend went to school in Philly. Were you mm-hmm. considering going either like to her school or like a school in Philly instead of New Jersey? Um... Kind of. She's going to a school in a very, like she's getting
1: her, she's working on her doctorate degree right now. Mm -hmm. So she's in a very like specialized program. And I knew that that school wasn't, wasn't going to have what I needed. Mm -hmm. Um, But if there was a school that fit both of our needs, I definitely think we would be at the same school right now.
2: Perfect. (laughs) So Megan, thank you so much for joining me today and speaking with me. Thanks for having me. When we return, I'll be speaking with Kaylin Carrero. Welcome back to A Community Affair. I'm your host, Riley Adams, and on this half of the show, I'm joined by Kaylin Carrero. Kaylin is a current sophomore, with this being her first year at Rowan as a transfer student. Today, she's here to discuss her experience so far as an in-state commuter. Kaylin, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So before I start with my questions, can you give our listeners a little background on your education journey this far? Yes, so throughout high school, um, I kind of moved around a lot.
0: My freshman year, I moved to Jersey from Philly. And then I moved to Puerto Rico for nine months (laughs) my freshman year, came back to Jersey, and then I moved to a different town in Jersey. So I've been around a bit, but I started off my first year at Liberty University in Virginia, and now I'm here at Rowan as a
2: sophomore. And how's it going so far for you?
0: I've been liking it so far. I got comfortable pretty
2: quick, and I think it's going to be a good couple years. So what was your transfer process like? How did you come to your decision to attend Rowan? So I always
0: kind of knew about Rowan just because it's not too far from me. And a lot of friends that I have or people that I know of have gone to Rowan. So it's always been a school that I've kind of looked into. When I was applying for another school to transfer to, Rowan was very affordable for me, and when I was researching and looking at the classes that they had for psychology, I thought that they were good and they were something that I wanted to pursue, so the education was a big part of it. The psychology department seems really great, and it has been good so far, so that was a big reason
2: why I decided to come to Rowan. And do you think it was harder for you to transfer to a new school as a commuter rather than living here? Like, do you think there was added pressure since it would be maybe harder to make friends since you're not given a roommate, given a friend right away?
0: Yeah, definitely. I do think like the first couple of days I was nervous and I didn't really think I was gonna be able to make friends. Because of talking to people and just hearing that they lived on campus, and I thought it was going to be kind of hard because I would come to school Mondays and Wednesdays, so I didn't think it was going to be like a consistent friendship where I can see them all the time or do things with them, whereas if I was living on campus, I could, but the more I got to talk to people in my classes and get to know people— there are also a lot of commuters here, so I feel like, you know, there's someone that can relate to you, and I kind of m- met some people already in my classes. I also think it's really good that, like, I don't know if this is for every transfer student, but I know when I was transferring into the psychology department, we have like three classes that we have to take and, and you're with other transfer students as well. So I feel like that's really helpful because I'm already speaking to other transfer students. Some of them live on campus, some of them commute and that was kind of, you know, it kind of made it easy to make friends.
2: So when you attended Liberty University last year, did you live on campus?
0: Yeah, I did. I lived on campus. Liberty was six hours away from home. Oh my goodness. Um, So yeah, in my first year you had to live on campus. You couldn't get like an off campus apartment or anything. So yeah, I did.
2: So was it a weird transition from living on campus, being around everything all the time, being away from home to like now being at home every day and driving to school and only being on campus twice a week?
0: Yeah, I feel like when I was on campus, I felt really motivated all the time to like study and do homework because I would be walking around and I see students studying all the time or like at Starbucks or at coffee shops just doing their work. So I felt motivated to and now that I'm a commuter and um, I go back home, I kind of have to like discipline myself to stay on top of my work and stay motivated to study and things like that.
2: So when you were at Liberty, were you, did you do any, like, extracurriculars? Like, were you part of any organizations or clubs? Yeah, I was a part
0: of one club. It was called Students Against Trafficking. At Liberty, we had something called CSER. So each semester, we had to do 20 hours of community service. So by joining that club and helping with, like, events and just meetings and stuff like that, that got
2: me those volunteer hours. So, yeah, it was something that I really enjoyed doing. Is there anything at Rowan that you're maybe interested in joining or want to get involved in? Yeah, um, I actually joined the ABA club, so I've been liking that so far.
0: There are more clubs I want to definitely join. I think that's kind of a little hard, like being a commuter, kind of trying to find like clubs that are around Mm -hmm. the same
2: time that I come to school. But yeah, I definitely want to get more involved. So is there anything that you're looking forward to this year, whether it be like doing well in school or maybe getting an internship or you know something that you're like oh I come to Rowan like this is like I want to do this really bad.
0: Yeah, I definitely just want to do good in school. I'm excited to keep learning in my classes. I definitely do wanna get an internship eventually. I'm actually taking a class right now called Psych as a Profession, and my professor has been helping us with getting internships and applying, so I'm definitely gonna apply for maybe one next year or during the summer, so I'm really looking forward to that.
2: So are you also working? Like, do you have a job off campus near your house or anything?
0: Yeah, so I go to school Mondays and Wednesdays, and then I work Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I work at Target. And I work about, like, 30 hours a week, so that can kind of be hard with, like, juggling a school, but I've been managing it so far,
2: and I think so far it's been pretty good. How has your course workload been? Like, has it been difficult? Have, do you think, like, it might be, like, more compared to Liberty, or do you think it's, like, kind of the same? Yeah, I think it's kind of the same. I try to
0: just get my work done whenever I have free time. So when I go to school Mondays and Wednesdays, I kind of set those days aside to just continue on like any schoolwork I have. And then Sundays, I also like to study and get things done. I think I'm pretty good on staying on top of my work and trying to get ahead. So that kind of gives me like free time whenever like I want to go do extra things or whenever I have to go to work and stuff. So I feel like I've kind of managed my work so far.
2: So as a commuter, are you taking all like in-person classes? Do you have any online classes? Is it like kind of a mix of both?
0: Yeah, it's a mix of both. I'm taking three classes
2: in person and I'm doing two classes online, which is pretty helpful. So do you think it make your schedule like easier? Like was there any scheduling conflicts having like all of your classes on two days so you only have to come up onto campus twice a week? surprisingly it wasn't
0: too hard when i was making my schedule with my advisor it kind of all worked out pretty well now for next semester i'm not 100 percent sure how it's going to go so far from what i'm seeing the classes that i want to take it looks like i might have to switch from coming mondays and wednesdays to tuesdays and thursdays which i don't really mind at all so yeah i'm definitely just gonna have to see like how it just keeps on changing Mm -hmm. with the classes i'm taking each semester
2: so, what are your future plans after graduation? Like, you said you're going to school for psychology, so, like, what kind of career are you looking to get into?
0: So, I wanted to start off as a child life specialist once I get my bachelor's. I'm not 100% sure if I can still work as a child life specialist with only my bachelor's once I graduate. I'm not sure if I'm gonna need a master's by then, but definitely being in psychology, I know that I'm gonna have to go to grad school to at least get my master's i'm not 1000 percent sure what my end goal is i thought it was clinical psychology for a long time but i'm really interested also in like social work and in medicine so i might be adding a pre-med minor also to my degree just in case i do ever decide like i want to go to med school but one thing i do know is i definitely want to work with children whether that's being a child
2: psychologist a child clinical psychologist or a child social worker so yeah And so to kind of wrap up our interview, what advice would you give to somebody who is continuing their degree but going to school as a transfer?
0: I would say don't be nervous. Like there's probably so many other students around you that have transferred. It's such like a normal thing to transfer schools. You know, like you might think you want to go to a certain college and it ends up not working out and you change your school. And I feel like that's something that happens to a lot of people. So there's probably a lot of people like you around you. And I would say... I feel like when you're transferring in college, it's not as like intense as it is when you're transferring in high school. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's kind of new. You're always meeting new people in your classes. So just talk to people, get to know people, even if they live on campus, you can come visit your friends. And I feel like, yeah, you can
2: definitely still make friends, definitely still get involved. Kaylin, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I'm your host, Riley Adams, and I thank you all for tuning into this month's edition of A Community Affair.
1: You've been listening to A Community Affair with your host, Riley Adams. Be sure to join us on the third Saturday of every month at 9 a.m. as we discuss the important issues that impact you and our community. Only here on Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM.